Welcome to This Week in Coworking. I'm Hector Colonos, and this is your audio recap of some important news, views, and market moves that you may have missed this week in coworking. In week 23, we explore a 95x bump in coworking ad spend, a co-working space and community featured in How I Built This, a tax incentive program for commercial real estate in Manhattan, Yardi acquiring CloudVO, and we see more residential buildings bringing co-working into the fold. Let's dive in. So we're going to start by looking at some data shared by Craig and the DenSwap team. They looked at the way three different operators in uh, Texas were using ad spend or Google ads in order to fill either their space or their meeting rooms with demand. Um, and what was really interesting, or well, the key takeaway from that is the fact that whilst traditionally, maybe last year, the same time last year, spaces didn't really have to spend to get demand. Um, there's been a huge ramp up, some 10x um, their, their their ad spend, some up to 95xing um, or spending you know almost 100 times more on ad spend than they were to keep their spaces filled. Uh, Craig appoints or assigns this to two possible reasons. One being that you know a lot of meeting room demand has grown. Meeting room by its nature, meeting room business by its nature is very transactional. Unless you build in a really good lead, lead nurturing strategy, um, each booking has to be earned again and again. Each time someone searches, each time someone kind of goes out and, and does a look for, for meeting rooms, you have to kind of be top of mind and therefore pay, pay the, uh, the ad spend price. The other is the fact that there's a lot of macroeconomic pressures that have suddenly made a lot of office space available. Um, that's not only in traditional co-working or traditional commercial real estate, but also in co-working uh, across across the network, across the globe, really. Um, so having to refill or fill that space um, outside of traditional uh, cycles is probably why we're seeing another spike in ad spend. Um, the, the study that I shared or that Craig shared and I, I republished in the newsletter, um, they actually looked at three different operators and the types of businesses they're running, who they're attracting, and what happened to their ad spend over the last year and a bit. Um, so really interesting to see that how operators one, two, and three um, all increased their ad spend um, regardless of how competitive their market is or how competitive their, their market segment was. Um, so definitely worth keeping an eye out. I will note that uh, April last year, I did write a, uh, a story around you know creative co-working and, and ad spend arbitrage. It's definitely worth checking that out just to keep in mind that if you are looking or you're being pulled into having to spend on attracting clients or attracting demand directly to your website, um, you probably have some other creative ways, maybe not sticking purely to co-working, but looking for other terms that your clientele might think about using when looking for a space or exploring space to run their businesses. So keep that in mind. We'll definitely keep an eye on this. Um, interesting to see how people are spending more on AdWords. Um, I wonder if that's because they do not want to pay for commissions or they don't want to pay booking platforms or there's just maybe not enough demand from either of those two sides to keep the spaces full. So definitely a segment I'm going to keep an eye on and I'll keep you updated here on This Week in Coworking. 
sticking on the podcast world for a little bit. Uh, I was fascinated to hear all about Tina Roth Eisenberg's story, um, starting as a kind of co-working space operator here in New York, um, and then growing out this this concept or this community of creatives called Creative Mornings um, around the world. Fascinating story. I love hearing about how co-working not only nurtured this business, but also allowed uh, Tina to really work on a few other businesses, including her to-do list app, which I've been a long-term customer of. Um, so great to hear this. I love hearing co-working being shared not only from kind of industry insiders or industry practitioners but also as part of how it forms part of people's journeys so definitely have a listen to that if you don't listen to how i built this with guy raz um definitely check that out it is a fascinating podcast into these stories behind the movements that people build um, so check that out um and let me know what you think all over the world office buildings are seeing unprecedented, I use that word lightly, um, vacancies and a flight towards higher quality, higher amenity, more flexible space. So what does that mean for the owners and landlords of these office buildings that are now sitting fairly empty and unable to really get access to the finances that they need to rebuild or re restructure so that they can attract um, these businesses or nurture new businesses? We look at a story this week from Melissa Roman Birch, where they share this introduction to this, this concept or this program called MCOR, or the Manhattan Commercial Revitalization Tax Incentive. Um, and it's introduced by the New York City Economic Development Corporation. Um, and in simple terms, they provide funding through tax incentives to commercial real estate agents or office building owners who need to revitalize in order to attract um, or reinvigorate their buildings um, to bring businesses back into them. What's interesting in part of this, uh, this plan is one of the new New York plans that we've covered previously in the newsletter um, is that some of that funding is being earmarked for exhilarated incubators and I have to guess co-working businesses um, who are going to be brought into these buildings in order to attract and nurture new businesses um, in order to fill up these communities and rebuild their uh, hyperlocal economies. Uh, it's an interesting post as it is here in my backyard. I will definitely keep an eye on this and keep you informed, but fascinating to see a tax incentive program built not for the kind of A-class buildings, but for the buildings that have been maybe needing a bit more loving in order to get uh, some new, fresh ideas and fresh businesses into them. Definitely want to see how this works out. Want to see where co-working fits into this. If you are working on this, I would love to hear from you uh, and we'll definitely keep an eye on it. Jumping over to tech quickly, we see yet another merger and acquisition within the booking aggregated side of the sector. Um, this week, we saw Yardi acquire CloudVO um, and bring their listings into uh, part of what Yardi calls their listing service network, which includes other popular sites like Commercial Cafe, Coma Commercial Search, and Coworking Cafe, as well as 42 floors. Um, they say that they generate around 20,000 leads per month through these platforms. And so CloudVO listed spaces will be able to get more exposure through this network 
um, for meeting rooms, bookings, offices, private offices, hot desks, etc. Uh, what is interesting about this acquisition is that the cloud answering service, so CloudVO's call answering service, will not be part of the transaction and will stay part of the Pacific Workplaces network. Um, so an interesting split there, but CloudVO did stop taking any new bookings from June 1st. Uh, so interesting to see that acquisition. I think there's going to be a few more over the next couple of months to so definitely watch this space, um, watch your listings and kind of keep control over where your data is and how it plays into the interest of your business. And just a quick update on an undercurrent trend that I've been watching and sharing with you in the newsletter since about week three of 2022 um, and seems to be making a strong comeback or picking up headwinds um, as more and more apartment developers are exploring on how they can bring in partners or their own co-working brands um, in order to create more of a driver to stay within the building for longer um, or in other words placemaking um, interesting to see that in in the link that i shared elisa management in brooklyn they're really strategizing on how they can keep tenants within their buildings for as long as possible. Um, and this follows the trend that I've kind of flagged the last couple of years, whether or over the last year, about whether this is a huge opportunity or a risk for co-working space operators. If the lounges or the pool rooms or kids rooms that are, uh, are pretty popular in amenitized buildings or managed buildings, become co-working spaces, how does this compete or enrich the value of co-working spaces in the surrounding areas? Uh, on the one hand, huge opportunity for co-working space operators like we've seen from others like industrious in the past, really coming in and managing these spaces on behalf of residential landlords, bringing the expertise, bringing the, that, that culture and that vibe. Um, on the flip side, we have seen others who have built their own co-working brands taken what they've learned from, from the co-working industry and built that into their community, not only from the workspace side, but creating kind of business enriching or personal development events and programming that really one up the value of a tenancy within these buildings. Definitely a huge uh, undercurrent trend. Keep an eye on it. We're going to see more and more landlords exploring how they can bring the work to their buildings or workspaces to their buildings in order to create better places. And that's all our time for this week. This has been another audio recap of This Week in Coworking. Those were five of the 21 stories I summarized in the email version. If you want to get those in your inbox or you want to follow along on, on your browser, head over to thisweekincoworking.com and click on week 23 of 2023. I'll be back next week, both in email and on this podcast. And I look forward to sharing more about what's happening in and around coworking and the stories that you may have missed. 